ready and get over here. Right now? You're darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? <laughs> 
Live from the office of Minnesota's number one sports authority. He's the governor of Sports Talk Radio, and by way of executive order, serving you a stimulating dose of sports done right. What's going on, everybody? What up, what up, what up? Yes. Sports governor Vince Wright made it home alive. We got ourselves a major blizzard up here in the north central plains of the United States of America. Expecting about 11 inches of snow total by uh, the time we wake up tomorrow. And took a little header in the driveway as I was moving the cars around. Because I got to do some, uh, or excuse me, the staff has to do some snow blowing here to make way for the motorcade in the morning. But anyway, I am Vince Wright, the sports governor of Minnesota. You are listening to Sports Done Right. And I want to say what up to everybody out there at Spreaker.com. Um, however you listen to this, whether it's live and uh, you call in or join us in the chat room or if you listen on demand, which uh, according to the statistics, a lot of you do, as long as you're getting the word and, you know, help spreading the word, that's all we can hope for, man. So thank you very much to everybody out there. All right, let's get it moving here. Let's see who's in the chat room. Always got to start it off right. And, of course, the very lovely Miss Thorny Switch is indeed early tonight. Thank you for joining us, Thorny. Wearing the Georgia garb for you, as always. want to say what up to uh, Grego the Patriot, a.k.a. the Cheatriot. Big Grego joining us uh, from Georgia as well. want to say what up to my main man, Sluggo, and all that Georgia State love. What's up, GSU? And, of course, the Secretary of Sports Information, the main man, Jungle Brother himself. He is joining us as well. And I anticipate we're going to have a few more people joining us uh, throughout the next two hours of Sports Done Right. We're going to have a lot of fun tonight. Going to play some uh, good uh, music tonight, some diverse stuff. Uh, Lots of just going to have some fun tonight, man. We got the Super Bowl coming up. And, of course, that'll be a big topic of, of conversation um, some NFL news cracking today as well. NBA news. Um, some some players want to switch sides. We got some coaches that may already be in trouble. Uh, talking about you, uh, Mr. Hoiberg down in Chicago. So we got all kinds of fun stuff coming up here on Sports Done Right. Let's jump into the chat room. So I want I. It's just me tonight. I uh, got to say what up to my nephew, uh, Angie, and my daughter, Sydney, are at a birthday party for our nephew. Uh, happy seventh birthday to our main man, uh, Clark Bryant, little Clarky as he's known in the family, uh, turning seven. So I want to say what up to my nephew, Clark, and a happy birthday. Uncle V's thinking about you tonight, my man. And just have fun. And um, everybody, if you're out there in Minnesota, be safe on them roads. Uh, Interstate 90, 35Ws closed down in southern Minnesota, uh, whiteout conditions. So just be safe out there and um, take your time. That's all we can say. Oh, want to say what up to Gary Joyner as well? He's a Mets fan, but you know it is what it is. I see you out there, Gary Joyner. The Gov sees you, man. What's going on? And, of course, the Chief Rocket himself. Jersey Vern. He is a Ohio State fan. Yeah, 
that's enough of that nonsense. Enough Ohio State as they suffer in basketball. But <laughs> anyway, just glad everybody's out there uh, enjoying the a uh, couple hours with the Gov, man. This is lots of fun. It makes my Tuesday night real special to go out there and uh, do this show for you. I appreciate all the feedback we've been getting over Twitter. Got some new people listening, new people spreading the word. And, man, let's just keep keep it rocking and rolling. This is Teflon Tuesday on Spreaker.com, the RealCast radio channel, and the RealCast Rangers, as we call ourselves. Uh, just rolling, man, just rolling. So, all right, man. What else do we got to talk about tonight? Of course, we're going to give you updates on the Big Ten. Uh, let's see in the NBA tonight. We already got a couple uh, scores at halftime. The New York Knicks are up on Boston, 47-45. to 45. And on uh, the monitor here in the Situation Room, I have Miami, um, eight and a half minutes left in the second quarter, 39-34 over Houston. Uh, tonight, we also got the Toronto Raptors. They're out in the desert playing Phoenix for a late night game. We also have Milwaukee playing Portland out on the West Coast. And for the very last time ever, we gots to give it up. Kevin Garnett will face his partner and nemesis, Kobe the Bean Bryant, tonight. For the very last time, these two foes will be meeting uh, Kevin Garnett, Garnett literally plays about three minutes a game. So enjoy it while it is happening out there. Big John Fisher and Mr. Ninja himself, that ninja in the house. Stand up. All right. Good show, too, by the way. Um, ninja had his show on before ours. Good topics. Very good takes, Ninja. Way to go, way to go, way to go. Uh, man, what can I say? Uh, it is an honor to follow you, sir. I am swimming in your wake. So one thing we are going to do here is we are approaching our first break. And I hope everybody had a very nice weekend. Um, you know, no football happening this weekend. We had some good uh, college basketball happening. Duke falling out of the top 25 for the first time in about oh, eight, nine years. I know Jungle Brothers loving that, even though uh, his North Carolina team lost to Louisville there uh, last night. But, hey, it is what it is. Oh, before we go to break, we got my main man, Dollars and Cents, up in this itch. What up, Mr. Dollars and Cents? And, of course, my main man. All the way from the Valley of the Sun himself, one of my uh, best friends. Always good to hear from you, Mr. James Fuller. The ladies call him the fix-it man. I call him sucky at golf, but it is my main man, James Fuller. What's up, Big James? All right, folks, we are um, at the 12-minute mark of our first segment. So let's do this. Let's take our first break here, get everything set up here. We're going to come back. We've got some good information on the Big Ten. Lots of stuff happening. We're going to get into some SEC basketball as well. Um, yes, they actually do play basketball in that conference. And, uh-oh. Whoops, hold on. We got a call. Hey, you are live and direct with Minnesota Sports Governor Vince Wright. Who do we got on the line? Uh oh, this would be the first daughter, Sydney Wright, being goofy. She's calling from the birthday party. Wait, What's going on? Hello? Hello? 
All right. Well, they tried. They tried. What can we say? All right. Let's take a break here. Um, what we're going to do, because I liked how Ninja was uh, kicking some of the nice tunes for the folks down in Atlanta. So I'm going to keep it going for my Atlanta folks as well tonight. Um, the latest Goody uh, Mob album, real nice tune that I liked on It's called Special Education. And um, sit back, relax. Goody Mob's in full effect. CeeLo and the boys back at it. Always good to hear Goody Mob. We'll be right back after this break with Sports Done Right. They call him Gip Zaga. It's the mutant Mr. Get Down. Live wire words poke you like barbed wire. Maroon rain, sugar cane, oil stains. My right leg longer than my left foot. Put stripes next to square, still get a circle. See spirits off and people, I don't see colors. I'm a special mind, yeah, a special kind. Conceived in the South at a special time. Covered in leaves of gold, scripture written in scroll. Spoken so clearly in tongues so my children would come. Look around, can't you see? The industry, it look like me. I don't wear the clothes you wear. I'm just different and I don't care. It's kind of sad and it's a shame. Everyone wants to be the same. If you are listening here and now, I'm sure I can show you how. It's okay to be afraid. Don't you wanna be special? I'm so special, boy. Tired of one stupid dog. I eat nuclear waste and spit atomic bombs. Plutonium explosions, my trademark. Mushroom clouds inside, caught in brain fog. Gamma rays charge my system, now I'm going green. Z-force in my veins, pump hydro Z. KG-13, a microphone beam. Cosmic juggernaut, extraterrestrial beam. Brain supreme, once conceived, boy, they broke the mold. All this glory seeking is getting totally out of control. No one's original, attack of the clones. Invasion of another swagger snatchers, aim for the dome. I don't wear the clothes you wear, I'm just different. Scientists stood around in silence as I was being born. Was I quote unquote special or was there something wrong? My skin was black, my heart was gold, and my tongue was silver. And the fact that I could talk already, that was a rumor. And I feel what I don't understand, so let me warn you. Especially when you just make too much noise about being normal, unusual, but beautiful, the bond and blessing. Sumo Kumari School of Exceptional Youth, X-Men. Let me put something poetic into plain English. I'd rather die than to not be distinguished. The outsiders have no desires to be equal when VIP stands for very insecure people. I don't wear the clothes you wear. I'm just different and I don't care. It's kind of sad and it's a shame. Everyone wants to be the same. If you are listening here and now, I'm sure I can show you how. It's okay to be afraid. Don't you Don't break. 
Just me and my bitch. Just me and my bitch. You and your bitch. Yeah, no doubt. Yo, the, the ladies is running this motherfucker, son. The ladies is running this motherfucker. Yeah. Look at all the real motherfucking niggas in this motherfucker. Where the niggas at? What's up? Yo, yo, pop, pop, pop. Check this out. Yo, Biggie, this what y'all gotta do. I figure somebody got to be running something. So you take the bitches and you take oh, the oh, niggas. Oh, 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 oh. I ain't taking no bitches, nigga. I'm taking the young ladies, nigga. What the fuck you talking about? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna take the young ladies. When you want a job done right, you do it yourself. When you want your sports done right, you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show. All right, thank you, Tree Taylor. And we are back live and direct from the Situation Room all the way from the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota. Under a blizzard effect here. It looks like we got a little break in the snow before Wave 2 comes through. Uh, looks like I got about 8, 9, 10 inches out here already. But thank you guys for joining us. What's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing? The chat room's blowing up. I really appreciate everybody joining us as well. Um, and hey, you know what? A lot, of, a lot of good stuff coming up on TV here. I see in the chat room. Anybody uh, watching the OJ, the... Uh, FX series, uh, The People versus O.J. Simpson or whatever it's called, American Crime Story. Uh, that new series starts tonight. John Travolta's in there. Uh, you got David Schrimmer, uh, the dude from Friends. He's in there as Robert Kardashian. Obviously, you got um, Cuba Gooding Jr. as O.J. Uh, man, it is a spectacular cast. Um, I forgot the lady's name. She plays Marsha Clark, but she was real good in Game Change, the HBO movie on the uh, – 2008 election so lots of good stuff uh, and i think that that's going to be real good i can't wait to uh maybe uh have a little sippy sip and check that out after the shows uh here tonight gov is probably going to be up late anyways i gotta make sure that the grounds crew's on uh, point here so our roads are clear so we can get out the gates in the morning at the executive mansion so gary joiner says no oj for me too bad for Gary Joyner, but I know one thing, Gary Joyner, your Mets, however, will be going down big time this year to my Cubbies. All right, man. So, yeah, um, the people versus O.J. Simpson starts tonight. Uh, Houston is up on Miami by one point here. Second quarter, about four minutes left. Uh, all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, big 10. There's only one basketball game going tonight in the Big Ten, folks. Indiana at Michigan, and that is coming up at 8 o'clock. Uh, Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern, and we will touch here very, very shortly on the Big Ten Conference for basketball. Like I said, we're going to talk about that. We're going to get into the Super Bowl in the second half of the show because obviously that's going to be a a, uh, dominant talker here. So um, let's just get it ready, get it going. Oh, first off, got to say what up to King50. Thank you, Big King, for joining us, sir. The king is in the house. All hail the king. So lots of good topics coming up tonight. Uh, got some good music. Going to finish, uh, you know, uh, get some more Minnesota music out there. I got a nice tune coming up with Prince and George Clinton, of all people, uh, from the Graffiti Bridge soundtrack way back in the day. And lots of other interesting stuff coming up in the music mix breaks as well. So, hey, man. As I talked about a little earlier, I think in the uh, group me chat, 
Have we noticed how all of a sudden Cleveland's reeled off, uh, the Cavs have reeled off five in a row here? All of a sudden got Tyron Lou looking like a, a king. And, you know, so far, um, you know, so far so good with the Tyron Lou move. It's going to be real interesting to see again how that plays out, but so far so good. You know, they uh, lost a couple games, but have definitely righted the ship there, so... Uh, you know, again, I just don't know if they got enough in the end to beat the Golden State Warriors. But, it, you know, it is what it is, people. It is what it is. So make sure, um, you know, let's get a lot of chat tonight. I'm going to be reading a lot of your chat. Again, you can call in uh, 651-968-0124. I'll get that out in the chat the chat room as well. But, again, the phone number, if you want to call in, 651 968 0124, that is the Govs executive line, people, the Govs executive line. So uh, Cleveland tomorrow, they get Charlotte. Cleveland is 35 and 12. And, you know, again, as good as they are, and I just, I don't know if LeBron's going to be able to do it in Cleveland. What do you guys think out there in the chat room? Uh, Dollars and Cents is asking about thoughts on uh, talk of Golden State getting Durant. That's another rumor I was actually going to talk about after this. But, yeah, that story broke today that, and you know, anybody can put these stories out there. We all know that. But, again, uh, rumor is that Kevin Durant would be interested in going to Golden State. Oh, who do we got here on the line? Vince Wright, the sports governor. Who do we got on the line? Yeah, it was dollars and cents. Hey, who do we got? Dollars and cents, my main man. What's going on, sir? Man, just chilling. How you doing, brother? I'm Sounds doing good, all man. right, my man. I'm doing real good. Hey, what's going on with you tonight, sir? Man, just trying to do an expense report, you know, watch a little bit of basketball. You know how it is, man. We got to keep Uncle Sam happy and keep the bosses off our back, you know? <laughs> Well, sorry about that. There we go. Hit the wrong button there. But yeah, I hear you, man. So, hey, the the floor is yours, dollars, man. How you been doing? And um, yeah, what do you think about Kevin Durant possibly ending up in Golden State? I mean, that'd be too much if that crap actually happened. Ooh, man, that would be a a, a crazy lineup. I mean, it sounds like they'd have to give up Barnes and then kind of give up a bunch of players, but it's you know, it's one of those where sometimes you put star-studded people together, it doesn't always work out. But I think that, uh, yeah, that, if they can get together, man, that team will be ridiculous, to be honest with you. So I'm hoping it doesn't happen, to be honest with you. But it's possible. Yeah, um, it's, it is. It is. But, 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 yeah, you know, I was just calling about my Cavaliers, man. Uh, hey, I, I was just going to say, how do you how do you like it? The, the Tyron Lue era has begun. Uh, well, you know the the interesting part is I had always said that I didn't I thought Blatt was over his head, and that kind of LeBron ran the show, um, you know, and and then it, it finally happened where they the the GM finally got rid of it. But from what I was reading is that the, the GM didn't really want Blatt uh, to uh, you know get the job in the first place. It was the owner. The other interesting thing that I had been reading was that if you think about it, with clutch management. Uh, and that's the group that uh, LeBron's boys, which is smart. You know, LeBron has, has helped his boys in many ways, but that group, uh, Mark Jackson, is actually initially fired his his um, uh, his, his agent early on, and they thought that he was going to get the job with the Cavaliers. So 
if you look back revisionist history, imagine if um, Mark Jackson would have got hired, then you would have had Tristan Thompson, who's under clutch management. I mean, Dan right. Gilbert would have been paying LeBron and his boys, you know, <laughs> I mean, paying these cats a ton of money. So I'm thinking the rumor is that's why Mark Jackson didn't get that job, even though I think he would have been a great fit. And that's also the reason why they shipped Wiggins out. I had talked about that way back in the days that uh, Wiggins refused to sign with clutch management. So the talk was that, all right, LeBron was like, you know what, all right, then you're not going to sign my boys. I'm going to push you out of here ahead of time. Um, and Tyrone Lue actually declined clutch management. He went with somebody else. So it's kind of interesting how this is all kind of grew legs and, and come back to full circle. But I think they got enough, though. I don't know about you, Vince, but I think they got enough. They got them time to gel. Um, in, in playoff run, and I could see them posting, uh, you know, a real problem to Golden State. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's what it, uh, you know, obviously it's going to boil down to. Um, you know, and like I said, as of right now, just me, the Gov's opinion, I don't think they have enough to, the, to beat them. You know, that can obviously change. Um, you know, they, they got good pieces in place. I know, I know they still wish they could probably had Wiggins out there. I mean, Wiggins would probably fit in real good for him, but, you know, it is what it is. But, man, um, you know, LeBron looks re-energized. He seems like he's back in the game. So, um, you know, when he's focused and on his game, you know, he's obviously very tough to stop, Dollars. Yeah, it looks like uh, Lou is really, you know, holding him accountable. It's kind of interesting. Uh, When everything started, I was surprised that he came out and basically was like, yeah, these cats – out of shape, and I was like, wow, you know, I mean, I want him to play up for a run, and I was like, well, you know, I give Lou some uh, kudos for that, and it sounds like they had a players-only meeting right after they fired um, Black, and they kind of aired out their dirty laundry stuff, like, you know, the passive-aggressive approach with LeBron as far as, you know, using Twitter or whatever, Instagram or whatever, to kind of call out love, and it sounds like they were all getting on each other, like, saying, look, you know, one person, this is a defensive assignment, you know, you can't complain to me, but then you don't run back and, and, and play D as well. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, you know, I like to see how they, they gel. But I think it's going to be a um, – I really do think it's going to be them and Golden State in, in the finals. But, you know, you can't sleep on OKC as well and, and the Spurs. The Spurs kind of look a little bit old. But um, it's going to be a really good right. NBA finals in my opinion. Yeah, I hear you, dog. I hear, you know, Cleveland coming off a good win last night, uh, beating Indiana, 111-106. Just jumping in the chat room real quick, I see Jungle Brother out there talking about um, they should veto that KD to the Warriors trade. And, you know, you can kind of laugh at that offhand, but it's kind of an interesting thought because, you know, we saw what they did with the Chris Paul to the Lakers trade. And as a Lakers fan, I mean, the Lakers ain't been right since that trade was nullified. Um do you think that they could actually nullify a trade like that, Dollars? I don't think they're going to do that again. I really think when you look back at that, um, that did hurt the Lakers. Uh, I mean, on top of drafting um, a point guard who was overrated out of Ohio State. But uh, I don't see that happening again. You know what I mean? I, when you talk about, you know, Lakers, one of the most storied franchise, Lakers, the Knicks, you know, things like that. So I, I don't see it. I don't see it happening. But, um, the one again, the problem is you, you, you're going to have to rob Peter to pay Paul. So when you're going to have to give up Barnes and then I think Ezekiel is, they're going to lose their bench player. So it'd be interesting, but no, they're going to let it go through. Um, you know, as far as uh, sounds like the new NBA 
uh, commissioner, he doesn't really like to uh, cause too many issues, you know, and I really like him. I think he's a fair guy, but, yeah, I don't see that happening, but that would be know, a dynasty, r- Mac. Right, it was just something I threw out there, Dollars, because, you know, I mean, I, you know, I never thought that they would nix the CP3 uh, trade originally, but, you know, man, it is what it is. Um, James Fuller well, out know, there. Dan Gilbert, was, Dan Gilbert was crying about that, and then he turns around and then, you know, goes over the luxury tax. So he was the main culprit in that whole Lakers thing. He's when I was bitching and complaining about that trade. I, a and dollars. Hold on. I'm going to try and – I think we have someone else on the line here. If I answered this correctly, I'll call her. Are you there with the gov? Yes, I am, sir. Oh, boy. Michael Miller. Michael Miller. Hey, let's do yeah. this here. Um, Michael, Let can I get you to call back in the next segment? Because I, I want to get your take more on some gopher stuff. Is that okay, sir? Yeah. We got big finding day tomorrow, and I'm excited yes, we... to uh, share a couple of thoughts. Absolutely. Only on about you that. So, uh what uh, what are you expecting your next segment here, man? I don't. Uh, I got to figure this. Give me ten minutes, sir. All right, man. I'll give you a call back in ten minutes. Let's Thank talk you, sir. Golfers, talk to you, bud. Right. Oh shoot! I think I hung up on dollars as well because it was a group call. Um, dollars, hold on one second. I'm gonna get dollars back in the mix here. Let's do this here. Let's take a quick break. I'll give dollars. Oh, actually, hold on. Oh, I think we got it here. See if we can get dollars on the line live. Anyway, uh, keep listening. Sports done right. The joys of live radio, people. You got to love it. What up, what up? Okay, our man is back. Sorry about that. Um, One of my coworkers there who uh, likes to get in on the gopher takes was a little early to the uh, call here. But uh, Dollars, glad you're back on the line here with us. Let me finish up with Dollars here before we get to our uh, next break. Um, so C- Cavaliers, yeah, Cavaliers doing good, man. Um, what else are you looking at this um, are now? Are you an Dollars, are you a Cleveland in- Indians fan by chance? I am an Indians fan. So that's, that yeah, that's right. I, I remember that. I, <laughs> uh, do we expect anything from the Indians here? Because, you know, pitchers and catchers are reporting in just, uh, you know, two and a half weeks. Well, they're going to have a, a absolutely fantastic uh, starting rotation, you know, with Bauer, Carrasco, um, and, they, and they've gotten some uh, bullpen help. But the one thing about the Indians that always, upsets Cleveland fans is they always try to go on the cheap and get reclamation projects. So they're talking about signing Uribe to play third. Uh, Brantley's going to be out for a while. So I, I don't, I see them doing, you know, doing pretty good, but unless they get a corner bat or an infield bat, mm, no, um, I think you're looking at the Tigers again. And I think Minnesota, but I really think Tigers, uh, they're, they're putting a ton of money. So yeah, that Jason that Upton deal, man, that, that kind of did it with them. Yeah, they got a pitcher too. I forget who they get my got my man from uh from the Nationals too. They gave him a ton of money. Oh, that's right. I can't remember his name. But yeah, we'll get into the baseball down the road here. But um dollars, before I let you go, my friend, is there anything else you need to talk about? What else is going on with you, sir? Yeah, uh no any shots at Jungle Brother? <laughs> nah, man. I hey, I'm done. I, I ain't messing with legends, man. I will say, hey, I had a really nice uh, DJ event. Uh, it was pretty sweet, but 
Uh, one other thing, you know, you're my boy and all, and, and uh, here's all you need to know about the Big Ten recruiting at the Ohio State's number two in football. Uh, I think they're going to overtake LSU, so y'all really need to step y'all game up out there in uh, Minnesota country, man, because hey, Ohio we, State's hey, we sure do. reloading, brother. Yeah, I know, I know. We, yeah, I hear you. Um, we got a real nice home, uh, hometown kid quarterback that me and Michael are going to be talking about. Uh, okay. just give you, give you a quick preview. He's actually from the town I live in right now, Woodbury, Minnesota. Um, you know, borderline all state, uh, quarterback here. His name's Seth Green. He, uh, his father got a job transfer, so he wound up playing his senior year down in Texas. And uh, I'll get the name of the school up here, but just north of Dallas, uh, the 6A championship he led him to. So quarterback, we got a real solid one coming in, and we'll have to see how the rest shakes out. We had a four-star guy from uh, Florida, wide receiver, who looks like is backing out on us. So we'll see what happens, though. All right, my brother. Well, thanks for letting me get on for a minute, and um, I'll continue to listen. I'll catch up with you later, bro. Hey, you're welcome anytime, man, anytime. Take care now. All right. All right, folks. That was our main man, Dollars and Cents, a.k.a. Reggie Lawrence. And I guess the good thing is, as I just found out, we can take group calls. So that's real nice through a speaker like that. So um, all I had to do was add the call and bam, we we had the group call going. So let's do this. Let's take our next break here. Um, Like you've already heard. I uh, got another uh, friend who's going to be popping in here, Michael Miller. He called in last week. He's a, a big gopher sports guy, a uh, younger guy, and uh, he wants to talk about our national signing day tomorrow. So uh, smoke them if you got them, drink what you're drinking, sip on what you're sipping on tonight, and we'll be right back. This is Sports Done Right. I'm Vince Wright. Follow me on Twitter at the Big Smooth one Follow us on Facebook at uh, Sports Done Right, W-R-I-G-H-T. And this next tune is from uh, Prince and one of his idols, Mr. George Clinton. And it is called We Can Funk. So keep it tuned here and we'll funk right on back in about five minutes. Peace.
fight for grants. Cause it's the craziest place on the planet. And LA heroes don't fly through the sky stars. They live behind cars. Everybody's doing a little dirt. And it's the youngsters putting in the most work. So be alert, stay calm. As you enter the concrete Vietnam, you say the strong survive. Shit, the strong even die in South City. Yeah, you bitches, you think I'm done with your ass. Trap You better watch out. And for you so called brother ass niggas, you know what time it is. When you want a job done right, you do it yourself. When you want your sports done right... You download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you very much, folks. Vince Wright, Sports Governor. Keeping it tuned to me is what you need to do because we are bringing you everything from the Big Ten, from Minnesota, and we talk in national sports as well, folks. Uh, lots of stuff going on, and uh, we got the Big Ten Network on. We got the Harbaugh brothers at the Michigan basketball game, Jim and John. Um, or excuse me, on ESPN, this game is, uh, by the way, made a little mistake there, but the uh, brothers enjoying the Michigan Wolverine basketball game. And we got all kinds of stuff to talk about here. Um, we got Michael Miller, who's going to come on at the bottom of the hour for you Gopher fans out there locally. We're going to be talking uh, the uh, National Signing Day is tomorrow. So we're going to spend about five to seven minutes talking about Gopher recruits with Michael Miller. He has a zest for uh, this information and he wanted to come on tonight. So we are proud to have him. Let's get into the chat rooms. I want to make sure I'm representing everybody out there as we are on fire in the chat room. Oh, I also want to say what up to the First Lady and Sydney. They are back. Sydney's not too upset that she got hung up on, apparently, but it is what it is. Uh, Ninja, Grego, and the gang is out there. Sluggo. Um, we got everybody. James Fuller. Oh, and, of course, Big Tank Murdoch joining us as well from Kentucky. Thank you, sir. Appreciate your patronage. I am Vince Wright. You're listening to Sports Done Right here on Spreaker.com. Make sure you keep it tuned here. Make sure you like the show. And make sure that, above all, you listen. We're going to be followed tonight by Cooking with the Microwave with John Fisher. Uh, that ninja led us into to this show as well um, with his show, the Underground Railroad Show. And um, he also does Black Quarterback Show. He is phenomenal. Love Ninja's takes. And he is the, doing his thing. So Dollar says, tell Sid the kid nothing personal. Daddy got a job to do. <laughs> Laugh out loud. She got to come correct. Absolutely absolutely hey you dial up you gotta be ready to go you heard michael miller he he was rearing up i didn't know he was calling right there so come correct or don't come at all people so um he's gonna join us here in 10 minutes so we're gonna have a very short segment here so um let's do this let's uh talk about our favorite nfl quarterback johnny manziel Oh, Johnny, 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 what can we say about you, man? 
Johnny got another call, another domestic disturbance. I Like I said, Johnny's in big trouble. I don't think he wants to play football. I don't think he wants to have anything to do with football. I think he wants to take the money and just be the, the, the party uh, entourage kid that he is and do his thing, man. So, uh, Johnny, we wish you the best of luck. Hope you can get it together. But it is clear, and obviously with the news that came out today, Cleveland is going to be releasing him as soon as they can this spring. I guess they have to wait until the spring to actually do it. But uh, Johnny will be gone. So what can you say, man? It is what it is. Johnny Manziel, the legend continues. Oh, boy. What can what else can we do with Johnny? Do you like that Law & Order music there in the background? <laughs> Anyway, uh, Johnny Manziel on his way out in Cleveland. Uh, a couple other quick little stories here. Ricky Williams came out um, yesterday talking about cannabis and and uh, the Sticky Icky, as uh, he was known as, Sticky Icky Ricky. He is definitely one to speak on the chronic, and uh, he knows what he's talking about there. And he uses it for medication. Obviously, this ain't nothing new. We know there's a lot of ball players in all sports, all sports all over the world that are smoking on the the sticky icky. Hey, if if it helps you, have at it. Uh, Gov ain't mad at you. And you know, shoot, probably in the next fifteen years, it's going to be legal, probably in a quarter of the states in this country, if not about half. You know, looking at that money that Colorado's uh, bringing in from the taxes out there. Um, you know, and I think I was doing some research here. What do we got? Uh, Washington, Oregon, Colorado. It's legal in D.C. <laughs> yeah, you can actually go get some smoke in the nation's capital. Uh, Obama might need some after dealing with uh, this Congress here after the past few years. Uh, Big Tank Murdoch out there. Let's get some live shots of the studio, Gov. Oh, we might have to do a little periscope. The first lady can uh, maybe do some periscoping for us today as well. So, uh, maybe we'll do that as well. So um, we are coming up to our, we're going to take a real quick break here very shortly. And we're going to get set up for Michael Miller here at the bottom of the hour. Again, go for fans. We got national signing day uh, folks sent out there in the chat rooms. What do you guys think about your favorite teams? How's Georgia looking on their signing day? You know, what's Georgia tech up to? I know I've got all my posse down there in Atlanta Grego, I mean, obviously Alabama. Um, oh, by the way, Alabama center um, is a kid from Woodbury, Minnesota as well. Um, he is uh, from the town that I presently reside in. So um, the northern ranks have infiltrated the southern uh, national champions as well, my friends. So Grego, the Patriot says, put stock in weed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jungle Brother says, I like the Law & Order music, Gov. Nice. Appreciate that. Coming from Jungle Brother, the Ted Turner of the Spreaker Nation here. Uh, what else, Who else we got here? Grego, the Patriot, a.k.a. the Cheatriot, says, Michael Miller came on fully ready. Yeah, Mike was out. He was ready to go. That's what I like about Mike, man. Uh, he, he Real nice guy, let me tell you. Uh, but he, he loves to talk sports, and he'll sit there all day and talk sports with you, so... All right, man, let's do this. I'm going to got a request here from uh, one of my friends that listens on demand, um, old uh, college girl that I went to school with, and we are going to put that out there for you, Jen, a big ABC fan back in the day, uh, back in the 80s, uh, back when uh, the English groups, a lot of techno, 
uh, kind of had that R&B tinge as well. So let's do this. Uh, she wanted to hear The Look of Love by ABC. I got it queued up. Uh, three and a half minutes, we're going to come back. We'll be ready to go at the bottom of the hour. Going to talk a little go for football. We're going to talk some Big Ten SEC basketball. And uh, second half of the show, we're going to get into the Super Bowl talk and picks. 651-968-0124 is the number. We'll get that back out in the chat room. We'll be right back after this very quick break. Keep it tuned here to Sports Done Right with the Sports Governor.
a job done right, you do it yourself. When you want your sports done right, you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show. And we are back indeed. Before Michael Miller calls in first, I got to give it up to my wonderful mother, Reese Bell. Hello, mother. Thank you for joining us, of course. And the lovely Thorny Switch is back with us. So we're going to get into a little uh, gopher talk here for the locals on Sports Done Right. And we'll be hearing from Michael here soon. We're going to go over National Signing Day. We're just going to spend a few minutes on that. Uh, Michigan is up 19-14 to 14 over Indiana early on here in their game. All kinds of other games going on. What else do we got here? Let's see. Get you guys an update here on some NBA actions. I know we got a few games going there. And again, thank you for uh, listening to Sports Done Right as well. Again, up oh, there's our man. Sports Done Right, I take it this is Mr. Michael Miller. Yes, this is Michael Miller, and hopefully my reception's good this week, and I've got some good uh, <clears throat> information at my fingertips to discuss about National Signing Day. All right, well, let's get to it, because uh, the Gopher fans have uh, actually uh, been – uh, getting at me about this as well. So what do you think, uh, Gophers recruiting? Let's start with the Golden Nugget. Um, there's some interest. I was just talking about Seth Green. Um, uh, Mike, before I get let you get in there, let me just give the backstory here. Seth Green out of Woodbury, Minnesota, went to East Ridge High School here. Um, great quarterback. What can we say? His father was transferred um, uh, his job transferred him down to the uh, Dallas Metroplex, and uh, Seth finished his senior year there. Now, he was actually the second-string quarterback on the team down there outside of Dallas, but his talent took over so much, Mike, that the coach down there decided to platoon him with the other starting quarterback, and Seth Green went off down there, and uh, they, uh, I believe that his team lost in the state semifinals in the main division, which I think is 6A in Texas. So uh, what do you think about Seth Green uh, coming home? Now, oh, one thing, folks, Seth Green took a scholarship to Oregon, and he said uh, the writing was kind of on the wall. They kept recruiting quarterbacks. Uh, he kind of lost touch with some people out there. The offensive coordinator left Oregon, so he decided to come home. That is the quick backstory. So, Michael Miller, what do you think, sir? Well, um, you know, I pulled up some video about uh, Seth Green a couple of weeks ago. I believe you were over watching it with me. And the first thing that stands out about him is that you just don't look at the wide open throws um, on a high school tape, just as college and pro scouts don't look at the wide open, you know, at the low, at the level below. Um, the thing I was noticing in the Texas and some of the Minnesota games that he played in high school was that he's throwing balls into tight windows. And he's throwing balls on fade routes where there's a guy right on his receiver. And he's got a really good touch and a really good accuracy. And being able to teach that to a 18-year-old kid, let alone a professional, is just something that's very difficult to do. And he's proven, and granted it's highlights, but, you know, I had a buddy that was a high school quarterback looking for a scholarship, and his, you know, his highlights were, I mean, you know, you can't compare them. So I think the early tape that we now can see and these great websites is really awesome. And Seth Green does not look like a pretender. He's going to be a contender. 
Oh, I, I agree with you, man. Very good take. And again, this is Vince Wright, the sports governor of Minnesota on Spreaker.com. We got uh, Mr. Michael Miller, who is uh, going to be kind of one of our point guys here because, again, this is a sports show hosted by, by a sports fan uh, for sports fans. So this is a place for the average sports fan to, to vent and uh, let their information be known. So, Mike, who else do you think uh, is looking good for the uh, list there tomorrow for Gopher fans? Well, the uh, the Big Ten Network the other day was uh, was touching on something that I didn't realize was as big of a deal as it is. And right now, according to 247 Sports, which is a CBS affiliate, the Gophers have six early enrollees into their uh, program. And that's a really big deal because it gets these kids an extra semester of a of a strength conditioning program, exactly. which all the big, which is a big deal, and we've got six guys. They're all three star recruited or rated recruits. We got obviously Seth Green um, already there. We got an offensive guard, uh, inside linebacker. Actually, sorry, two guards, um, a linebacker, a D tackle, and a D end. And those interior guys on the defense, I think, given that Coach Clay's. They've done a great job in this time under Coach Kill of doing really a great job on defense. And to get these guys early in the interior on the offensive and defensive side, uh, potentially is going to be a step in the right direction, which we have not been able to say over the last five months. Very good point. And again, we're here with Michael Miller. Uh, gopher fan extraordinaire and again he is uh going to be the point person for us here talking uh gopher national signing day tomorrow a uh, big day over on campus so uh mike let me ask you what did we see uh anybody good on the defensive side of the ball that we should keep an eye on as uh gopher fans coming in yeah actually at the top of the list here a local guy out of eden prairie carter coughlin an outside linebacker his current Weight and height looks like he's going to be a D end or a D tackle when it's all said and done. A four star recruit, nationally rated as a 92nd rated player, according to this resource. Uh, number one in the state, 6'3, 221. You have to imagine an 18 year old frame is going to fill into that real nicely. Um, otherwise, you see uh, a, 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 a tackle at 6'6, 275. Uh, you see another athlete at 6'3, 233. Uh, you see you know, a, uh, a couple of wide receivers, uh, uh, some some defensive players. I know the one guy that everyone's going to be talking about and hoping for in Gopher Nation, myself very much included, is uh, Diedrich Nelson, uh, the wide receiver out of Florida, getting national publicity as a potentially being a flip. Um, you know, KJ May graduating, playing in the Senior Bowl over the weekend. That would obviously be a huge get. Pair him up with Seth Green for four years and giddy up. Um, but, you know, uh, Coach Mason today said something really um, interesting on that, on the bumper-to-bumper uh, -bumper show that we have locally here in the Twin Cities. Yeah, and, I'm glad you're bringing that. this up. Go ahead and talk about that. I heard this earlier. Yeah, so Coach Mason made a really good point. No coach is ever going to stand up at the podium on National Signing Day and said, we did a bad job. Um, the good coaches are going to take what they have and turn it into better players. And, um, you know, apparently he's going to go off to uh, the Phoenix Open and go watch that because, you know, the National Signing Day, and, of course, he proved this, does not mean a lot for some of the programs out there. I mean, the Alabamas and the Florida States and, the, you know, those upper-tier programs are going to be battling over the top guys. But um, if Coach Clays is a great coach or if he's going to be a really good coach, as Coach Kill and Coach Mason are, he's going to sign these three-star guys. He's going to lock down the border 
for these three-star players, get some of the influx like Seth Green from from Texas via uh, via Minnesota, get this Diedrich Nelson uh, kid in here, and he's going to coach them up because that is what traditionally the Gophers have done to be really good. And, you know, perusing this list over, um, the one thing that Coach Brewster never did in his time was develop depth at the interior positions. And last week, it, in my abs- first Absolutely. Very good point. And that was a big weakness of him, too. I mean, I, I can't stand Brewster, but go ahead, sir. Yeah, so you look at, you know, these guys they have on this list, and you see, you know, cornerback and guard, and you see running back, uh, cornerback, athletes. These athletes are, you know, this uh, Cole Keeft out of Sioux Center, um, Iowa, our favorite state to the south. Shout out to my friend Andrew. Um, you know, 6'4", 225. Um, you know, you see, you know, the guys that he's recruiting, the 6'3", 233, Kamal Martin out of Burnsville. Uh, let's get these guys in here. Let's, uh, you know, Tyler Nelson out of Minneapolis, North Senior, 6'2", 185. I would imagine these kids are going to, you know, going to grow into that. And, you know, it's easy to kind of question some of the guys have left, but if Clays can keep this, keep these commits intact through tomorrow and can bring them in, and if he's going to be the coach that he has proven he can be under kill as a defensive coordinator, um, I think you got to be happy. You know, you see a lot of three-star guys, and right now, um, as our friends Iowa, I'm, 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 I'm close for friends have shown. That's, you know, you can win with those guys if you have the proper coaching in place. One other thing real quick, Vince, if I may just touch on real quick. Sure, go right ahead. I uh, pulled up some information on the new offensive coordinator. Um, I was a little shocked to see Coach Grover go. He was a highly popular guy. Yes, he um, was. He took over, he took over uh, Louisiana, uh, Louisiana Lafayette, and they were in a down 2-9 and nine season, and uh he helped bring their offense back from the 92nd nationally rated scoring offense in 2010. And then he uh, brought them up to the 32nd ranked offense just a year later. Um, and so, you know, to see that uh, increase, those schools down there in Louisiana, they play the big boys. They're the, they're the ones the big boys are, are scheduling on their conference. And to see him do that for a sustained period of time, you know, okay, don't don't be greedy with what you had, but this is probably going to be a step in the right direction. It sounds like he runs a very similar offense to what we're accustomed to, but maybe just a little bit more aggressive. And he likes the two-back uh, running game that uh, was successful last year for the Gophers. And obviously we've got two great guys coming back, and Rodney Hampton, and I apologize for um, I'm, I'm not remembering the other guy. but Shannon um, Brooks. Yes, and it sounds like um, all things being considered here, my friend, um, let's not get uh, expecting to pull a, a uh, improbable Iowa Hawkeye run to the Big Ten Championship, but let's have the faith that Coach Clays in his first year has done the job of marginalizing any losses and is keeping a really good, solid uh, class intact. And, um, you know, it's on paper at this point, but – you know, we got to turn it over to the coaches and the strength and conditioning. And I, I like happens. the early enrollee. I like the early enrollee part of this, though. I think that's going to prove to be really big for the uh, Gophers moving into next year because we're going to have these 18-year-old kids with an extra six months under their belt they would otherwise not have had. And um, I'm going to say, let's you know what? Let's give this a chance. Um, 
you know, we're not Michigan, we're not Ohio State yet, but let's give it our darndest. And I think that uh, seeing this list has uh, got my eyes wide and uh, has me chomping at the bit for this fall. All right. Well, we are uh, with Michael Miller here. Um, we are finishing up with uh, the man. Mike, you're getting a lot of good feedback here, even though a lot of people are talking about how boring gopher football is. You know, these are guys that are, you know, uh, Ohio State fans, Georgia fans. So, but I am the sports governor of Minnesota. I am representing my school, my alma mater. And Mike, real quick here, um, you know, in like a minute here, let me just go over this schedule because this is a key part of Gopher football next year because Ohio State falls off the schedule. Michigan falls off the schedule. The Gophers open up at um, home with Oregon State. They then uh, host Indiana State. I think uh, Indiana State's Division 1A or what I used to call 1A or FCS. Uh, they yep, have F- Col- FCS. Yep, FCS. Yep, they have Colorado State coming in in week three. They hit the road. They're at Penn State. They come home. They play Iowa. Then the two new games come in for them. They're at Maryland. Then Rutgers comes here. They play Illinois, Purdue, Nebraska, Wisconsin, or Northwestern, and then finish up with Wisconsin. So, um, you know, if, if the Gophers can't improve with that schedule, Mike, they're really hurting. So uh, in 30 seconds, sir, tell me what you think about that schedule. You know, these schedules in the, in the Big Ten kind of proved to be relative. you got a lot of coaching turnover. I know Penn State right now is going through a little turmoil because they're not holding up their end of the recruiting side of things. Maryland is emerging right now with their big Under Armour affiliation and they're kind of being uh, becoming big. Um, look, if the Gophers had done what they were supposed to last year, they would have been far better. Um, the people in the South want to critique the upper Midwest and what we didn't do last year. That's fine. Um, I think this is a, I think this is a potential seven win season. Um, eight wins that Coach Clays is going to be proving himself. Uh, having the big two fall off, I think it was that you'd said. Um, you know, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to make any guarantees, but I think that if we're playing a mid-tier or an equivalent SEC school um, in a bowl game come the late December, early January time frame, I would say let's go because, um, uh, you know, we have a good track record against those teams, and I think that uh, we're going to have a good chance. So thanks for having me on, Vince. Right. Look forward to seeing you soon. All right. Hey, Mike, thanks again for calling in, man. I really appreciate it, and uh, we'll check you tomorrow at work, boss. Uh, see you. All right, take care. All right, folks, Michael Miller, got to give it up for the kid, man. Knows what he's talking about, knows what he's doing, and I really, really appreciate Big Mike coming through, getting it straight for us Gopher fans. Um, what can I say? The kid knows what he's talking about. Chief Rocket talking about bullshit, Mike. Bullshit, Chief Rocket. How about that, old man? Go take the Geritol. We know your Ohio State Buckeyes are good. We get it. We got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, man, Big Mike bringing it, and um, I appreciate him taking time. And he was uh, very prepared and was very eager to come on the show. I was talking to him at work. So, all right, folks, we got Super Bowl talk coming. Denver Broncos, can Peyton Manning, can he actually pull off the miracle comeback? Uh, We know uh, Cam is, is ready the wild card, I think, may be this Denver defense. We saw what they did to Grego's uh, Cheaterits uh, last week. And can they do that again and get pressure on one of the best running quarterbacks out there, Mr. Cam Newton? 
So, folks, let's take a break. We are into the second hour of Sports Done right here with the Sports Governor Vince Wright. We're going to start it off. We're going to throw a little old school out there for Jersey Vern since Jersey's a little uppity tonight. Let's uh, get Jersey Vern uh, some J&B, uh, maybe some of that Boone's Farm he, he was probably sipping on this afternoon um, when he was trying to figure out that microphone. And um, this one's going out for you, sir. And we will be right back with Sports Done Right. Like all hope is gone 
job done right, you do it yourself. When you want your sports done right, you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show. And we are back. Thank you so much. Sports Done Right. With me, the sports governor, Vince Wright. Live and direct from the Situation Room at the Executive Mansion. Ladies and gentlemen, Iowa State basketball, 13th ranked in the nation, going up against 14th ranked West Virginia. They are up by two at home, by the way, 34-32. Uh, big night in Iowa, got the hoops going the night after the caucus. Uh, goofy Ted Cruz win and a statistical tie for Hillary and the Burnmeister Bernie Sanders. And wasn't that a trip? I don't know if you heard or not, but Hillary won because she, uh, six of the precincts, actually, they tied, so they flipped coins to see who gets the extra delegate and by that way uh, getting the win for that precinct. And Hillary, they flipped in uh, flipped a coin at six precincts, and Hillary won. So we are off and running for the presidential election. Plenty of time to talk about that nonsense as we as we go down the road, but tonight is about sports. We're going to finish up with some Big Ten talk, get into the Super Bowl, and all kinds of fun stuff. Can Peyton pull it off? Uh, can Cam Newton complete his almost perfect season? 
lots of stuff to get into, so let's uh, get into it. Uh, one thing I wanted to touch on, Tom Dinehart from the Big Ten Network, and I'm going to make this very quick segment, don't worry, um, I do want to get into the Super Bowl talk because that's what we're here to do for the last the majority of the show. But very quickly, I thought this was a very interesting list for Big Ten fans. He came out with his midseason grades for the basketball team. So very quickly, uh, we will go through Tom Dinehart's mid-season or mid-conference grades here for the basketball teams. Illinois gets a D. They are 10-12 and 12 overall, 2-7 and seven in conference. Indiana gets an A. They are 18 and 4, 8 and 1 in conference. It says here, yes, the schedule hasn't been daunting, but the Hoosiers have been impressive in going 8 and 1. Their best start since 1992-93, and they're doing it without the uh, injured James Blackman. All hail Yogi Farrell, it says. And obviously, we've talked about Iowa a lot on this show. Have to give it up for the Hawkeyes. They're going to be on the cover of the uh, Sports Illustrated as of tomorrow, the regional cover. I guess they break down uh, the covers now by regions. And the Iowa Hawkeyes are going to be on the Sports Illustrated cover in this part of the country tomorrow. Iowa 17-4 and four overall, 8-1. and one. They get an A-plus from Tom Dinehart. A core of four seniors leads the way for the relentless Hawkeye squad that can score in bunches. No player epitomizes the Iowa style better than Jared Utah, the most versatile player in the Big Ten and frontrunner for player of the year. Maryland Terrapins, a big Coops team there, James Cooper's team. Uh, they are 19-3, and 8-2. and two. They get an A-. The Terps were supposed to be the class of the Big Ten, and they haven't disappointed. Five players average double figures. No, no other league team can match that. No team has more talent, he says, than the Maryland Terrapins. Michigan, they get a B-plus grade. They're 17-5, and 7-2 and in conference. Like most Jim uh, Bayline teams, this one continues to improve. The Wolverines come out, or excuse me, come at foes in waves with athletic ability and shooters. Wait until Chris Levert returns from injury. The Michigan State Spartans, the early favorites here, they get a B, 19 and 4 overall. They're 6 and 4, however, in conference. A school record 16-0 start has given away to a 6-4 Big Ten launch. This team fouls too much and commits a lot of turnovers. No doubt Denzel Valentine's knee surgery and recovery has impacted this team's record. Still, talent abounds, and no coach is better than Tom Izzo. We know that. Let's take a look here for uh, my Buckeye fans out there in the chat room. Let's talk about the Ohio State Buckeyes. Tom Dinehart gives them a C+. They're 14 and 9 overall, 16 and or excuse me, 6 and 4 in conference. This was supposed to be a rebuilding year and it has been, but Thad Mata has a youthful and inconsistent squad improving and showing that the future is bright in Columbus. Wisconsin gets a B minus. They are 13 and 9, 5 and 4 in conference. Greg Gard is basically auditioning for the job. Remember Bo Ryan uh, quit a few weeks ago, resigned his uh, position. He's doing a nice job, too, as the Badgers are playing their best basketball of the season. Winners of four straight, including a victory over ranked Indiana. Wisconsin's four conference losses have come by a total of 15 points. And, you know, the rest, uh, you know, let's just talk about Purdue real quick. Purdue gets a B. They're 19-4, and 7-3 in conference. And uh, very quickly, it just says, talk of a Big Ten title and Final Four have cooled a little. But don't sleep on the Boilermakers. This team is big and tough, and although it does lack athleticism, 
And turnovers are, um, let's see. Oh, it does lack athletic athleticism, excuse me. Turnovers, big problem for this team. And But if they're dialed in, uh, very few teams play better than Purdue. For you Gopher fans out there like myself, we get an F. That's right. AF for the Gophers. Richard Patino has admitted he felt this would be a rebuilding year, but even he didn't envision things being this, in capital letters, bad. While the Gophers have been more competitive the last couple times out, they may be looking at one or two conference wins, and they play Rutgers twice. Rutgers is also winless in the conference. Um, that's maybe the only games these teams win. So there you have it. Big 10 grades for the halfway point of the conference season. Let's jump into the chat room for a couple minutes here. Thank you for listening. Again, you got Vince Wright, Sports Done Right, every Tuesday night. Um, that Ninja says, uh, favorite OJ song. Yes, Forever Mine. Yeah, I love that too, man. Absolutely. Backstabbers. Jungle Vern, or Jungle Vern, <laughs> listen to me, Jungle Brother, OJ's like a good bottle of wine, absolutely, absolutely, you gotta love, love the OJ's, and you know, going with some good R&B tonight, I think that was the what I was looking for for the breaks here, so, uh, what else we got here, uh, James Fuller, yeah, I know he wanted to talk about Richard Patino, go for basketball, um, you know, I as much as you may want him gone, James. Unfortunately, there. Who do you bring in? Um, again, this is a uh, athletic department at the University of Minnesota that's at a crossroads. They've just hired a search firm to look for an athletic director for the umpteenth time here. And you know, if they can't even identify uh, possible candidates on their own, so James, it's he ain't going nowhere. He has a good recruiting class coming in next year. Um, they're a top twenty national recruiting class. That is probably going to be his last opportunity. Uh, but the thing is, here's the catch. He's going to have to do better with more freshmen next year. So we will see. The Gophers just really don't have any players on their team. And it's going to be very interesting to see if they can win a game, James Fuller. But um, just keep watching. Keep praying, man. See what happens. All right. Who else we got out here in the chat room? Grego says conventional oven is more than – than likely shoe prepping. I don't know what that means. U of M getting destroyed at home versus Indiana from dollars and cents. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to backtrack in the chat room here. Always tough when you're trying to do this yourself. Again, thank you for listening. Sports done right. Oh, yes, my mom, uh, <laughs> Jungle Brother, you're so wrong for that. Jungle Brother. Uh, let me read what he wrote here. Uh, Jungle Brothers, a truck driver. So he says, I stopped at a TA in Minnesota a few years ago, bought me a Coke. It came with two lower level 50 yard line tickets to the Minnesota North Dakota State game. I traded them in for a pack of bubble gum. You got to love the Jungle Brother, man. You got to love him. He's a funny guy. He really, really is. But you know, unfortunately, he is uh, not too far off. He is not too far off. James Fuller out there in the chat room. James is a big Dukey, and he is, uh, as a lot of people are, very surprised to see Duke out of the top 25 for the first time since I think about 2007, if I uh, saw the story correctly. Um, looks like a thorny switch is uh, taking off for the evening 
Thank you for tuning in, uh, Thorny. Appreciate it. And uh, you take care of yourself down there in Atlanta, GA, and go Bulldogs. Georgia Dogs for Miss Thorny Switch. You know, we got to get Thorny's real name. You know, we all got these little code names from the Doug Stewart Show chat room. Um, What is Thorny's real name? Anybody know that? It's like the great mystery out there. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, have a great night, Thorny. Take care. Enjoy that warm weather down there. Just be glad you ain't looking at what I'm looking at outside tonight here in uh, the Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul. So, all right, folks, we have roughly about 35 minutes left in the show tonight. Let's do this. Let's take a break. Um, we'll just, uh, like I said, I want to keep this show moving here. When we come back, let's uh, talk Super Bowl. It is time, ladies and gentlemen. Cam Newton, Carolina Panthers going for it all over again. And look who's back. Denver with the guy that everybody thought was beat up, was done, was uh, putting his uh, spine at at um, risks. And all of a sudden, he comes back in to save the day, Peyton Manning. So this is going to be a fun one. Let's get it cracking. Let's uh, take a little break here. And I will be right back. The sports governor, smoke them up. You got them. have a drinks. What you know? What you got sipping on tonight? Let the gov know, and um, I'll let you know as well as I'm about to maybe crack me a cool beer here as well. I uh, have not heard from uh, cooking with the microwave, John Fisher. So I don't know if he's doing a show tonight. Uh, I would assume so. He's been active in some of the chats here throughout the day. So uh, just keeping uh, your eyes and ears open for him. And the Gov will be right back after this break.
Tryna get 
job done right, you do it yourself. When you want your sports done right, you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show. All right, Sports Done Right. Getting into it. It is Super Bowl time. It is time to talk about the big game. Sunday night, Carolina against Denver for Super Bowl 50. It is on. And, you know, let's just get to the chat already. Um, Everybody's been talking about it. Grego, Vern, Denver is still a very good team. Um, Vern's telling Grego to leave the drugs alone. Thinks Grego's only saying Denver's going to win because they beat the Patriots. Vern predicts that the Panthers are going to win this game 48-20. to um, The Gov is predicting more of a uh, game maybe along 27-20, to somewhere along there um, within maybe uh, seven, eight points uh, with Carolina maybe uh, pulling away for a late score to win this thing. Uh, I think the wild card is going to be uh, Jericho Cotri, Devin uh, Funches, um, the, the receivers of Carolina. There have always been the wild cards. And, you know, Cam throws such a beautiful ball. He gets it in there. He gets it in the places you don't think he can. Man, um, it's going to be interesting. So uh, let me jump in here because I really want to make sure that I'm getting the uh, chat room represented. And if you do want to make a quick call, call in for a quick statement here, uh, feel free, 651-968-0124. Again, that number, and I'll put it up in the chat room here as well. Um Again, that is 651-968-0124. So what, what say you out there as well? Um, again, does uh, Peyton come through in the clutch one last time right off into the sunset? Or is it all up to Superman himself and uh, Cam Newton, the, the new era, so to speak? And um, let's see what happens. Grego the Patriots says warm weather. Um, high sent to unknown Santa Clara or, oh, excuse me. HGH sent <laughs> to unknown Santa Clara condo. Anything can happen. Absolutely. Uh, Grego also says he hopes for a, a good game. Uh, Gary Joyner in the house. He says, barring anything crazy refs calling bogus penalties, crazy play Panthers win 28, 17, uh, Gary Joyner, I could definitely see something like that breaking off. Very good take, sir. Uh, Grego, the Patriot. Is you drunk, Vern? I said, I'm pulling for the Panthers, but don't think it will be easy. Uh, so, ah, uh, yes, Vern and Grego trolling each other as usual in the chat room. Um, Chief Rocker says, F that, Grego. You just, yeah, we said that earlier. He's just saying that Grego wants his team or that he wants Denver to win because they beat New England and so on and so forth. So, um, Ted Ginn's out there as well. Um, you know, if you can actually hold on to the ball, he, you, you ain't going to catch him. We know that we know that. So, um, you know, again, it just goes to these receivers and cam is, I think cam's going to be ready, man. I think it's going to be a, a good game early on. I'm very excited for this game. I really don't have a dog in the fight here. Um, you know, I'm not really a fan of, uh, either team. Uh, so I'm just looking for a good game and that's all I can really say. Um, on the Denver side of the ball, I think it's going to be interesting. Like we uh, got into a little bit earlier here on Sports Done Right, 
the sports gov said that Denver's defense is their wild card. Are they going to be able to show up and put the pressure on Cam Newton? Now, obviously, Cam Newton is very mobile. He's a lot more mobile than um, uh, Tom Brady, by all means. We know that. But can Von Miller and the posse find a way to get that done? Grego says, I want Denver to lose because of Von Miller. Yeah, Von Miller got up real up close and personal with your boy last week. Absolutely no doubt there. And again, you're listening to Vince Wright, Sports Governor. Thank you for tuning in. Um, you know, chat room's out here. And again, they're just going back and forth. Um, let's see what else we got. Yeah, so, you know, man, here's the other thing, too. Uh, weather should be okay. Uh, I know they've been working on the field. Uh, I think Cam's going to be ready. I think his legs are actually going to set up a lot of a lot of things early for them. Uh, I think Denver may have the Denver, or excuse me, the Carolina Panthers receivers under lock early on. But I think as Cam's legs maybe open up some stuff and the running game maybe takes off a little bit, uh, the receivers as the games go on will find a way to get themselves open for uh, Cam. And uh, he is a you know he's a great passer, underrated passer. He's underrated in his game. Uh, again, a lot of people are, you know, it's real interesting why Cam Newton, how he's, you know, generated the, all this uh, ill will and, and you know, it was so nice this past week or so to see some of this, na- the national media come out. Uh, I talked about this on my special show I did on Saturday. I did a little bonus show and, you know, it was real cool to see the Rich Eisens of the world, Dan Patrick's, um, a lot of, you know, even, you know, these fools over at ESPN, you know, there's just there's no reason to hate Cam. You know, I get it. It's but it's a cultural thing. You know, there's a new cultural coming. You know, online here, they celebrate a little different. They do things a little different. They obviously dress a little different when they go to the stadium. But it is what it is. Grego says, "Will be interesting to see what Wade Phillips designs and how Cam responds." Can't wait. Absolutely, absolutely. And he's had two weeks to do it too. So that's the other thing we saw. Um, that uh, Wade was able to come up with a master plan to, to shut down arguably the greatest quarterback of all time and, you know, made it look uh, quite simple at times. So it's going to be real interesting to see what they devise to contain uh, the league MVP and to see if there is any way that they can shut him down. Will the moment be too much for Carolina and Cam Newton? You know, first go around here. Are they going to be nervous? You know, you know, of course they will. I mean, it is the Super Bowl. And, you know, I suppose you wouldn't be normal if you didn't have a couple of butterflies going around pregame. But uh, will the scene be too much for Cam first time go around here with the with the big game? I don't know. Lots of interesting little anecdotes at play here. And it's going to be a good game. So the end of the football season is upon us. That is always a very, very sad time of year. Uh, baseball coming up around the corner. We'll get into that a little more next week. But the Super Bowl is here Sunday night. And make sure now over the weekend, uh, there's going to be a lot of people, a lot of different shows on the Real Cast channels. Um, I'm going to maybe go maybe an extra 10 minutes tonight. We, I don't think uh, we've heard from uh, Cooking with the Microwave, uh, John Fisher. So I'll go an extra 10 minutes there since we got started about 5, 10 minutes late tonight as well. Uh, update, we have West Virginia, and they are woo, coming back on Iowa State. Uh, they're 
let's see here, 46-45 in the battle of um, West Virginia and Iowa State. Let's also touch, uh, give you an update on these NBA scores here real quick. Um, we have a final. Boston has beaten the New York Knickerbockers. The uh, score 97-89. Uh, Houston won 10-99 over Miami. There is a minute 43 left in that game. Toronto is up on Phoenix at halftime, 52-45. The Portland Trailblazers are up 13-6 early on there. And again, the late night game, uh, the last time... KG, Kevin Garnett, and Kobe Bryant will be doing battle in their respective careers. So um, that's going to be interesting to see if uh, KG can actually get out there and maybe put in some decent time tonight. Uh, Let's hope so. He lives out there in the offseason. He has a place in Malibu with his brother-in-law, Jimmy Jam Harris, the uh, producer. Um, Kevin Garnett is married to Jimmy Jam's wife's sister. That's how that worked out here. And um, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis relocated out west several uh, years ago now. They've been gone from Minneapolis for about 10 years. And um, they do, obviously, a lot of work out there. So uh, let's see what KG can do tonight. But, um, yeah, man, the Super Bowl is upon us. I cannot wait. It is going to be so much fun to watch Cam Newton try and do his thing. See if Peyton Manning can Omaha his way to a second championship and to see if that can maybe validate his career because, you know, forget all the numbers. You know, he has the the total passing yards and all that, but people really just disrespect Peyton Manning. They don't like him for whatever reason. Um, He has won a championship, but, you know, it's almost like he didn't. So he really has to get the second one. I think it has somewhat to do with his brother coming along and winning two with the Giants. Um, you know, I think that was rather unexpected. And all of a sudden, the, the little brother has surpassed the uh, almighty big brother. And, you know, what can you do? What can you do? But we will see what happens. And out there in the chat room, what do you guys think? If Peyton Manning loses this game, how do you guys look at him? Um, will he... Uh, lose a little luster in the the annals of history of the quarterbacks? Um, Does his statistics stand on their own? Um, You know, total yards or, you know, tell tell me what you think here, folks. Tell me what you think. Um, Again, um, we're going to go about uh, 10 minutes over here. So we're going to go to about 940. Got another 20 minutes. We're going to get one more break in here. And uh, we'll put a bow on everything here uh, shortly with Sports Done Right. Again, thank you for listening. And what do we got here? Broncos rookie safety Ryan Murphy caught up in prostitution sting in Santa Clara. Oh, boy. Here we go again. And that comes from CBS News, Grego says. Oh, boy. Well, as we say on the Doug Stewart Show chat room, the Nutsi is undefeated, isn't it? Oh, boy. All right, but again, breaking news here. Broncos rookie safety Ryan Murphy caught up in a prostitution sting out in Santa Clara before the Super Bowl. Man, that is just nuts. Oh, boy, I tell you. 
Chief Rocker, Jersey Vern. Peyton is going out a loser. Grego likes the uh, Law & Order music there. I do as well. Appreciate that. All right. Um, so uh, NBA um, tomorrow. What do we got going? Any good games tomorrow as we close out our NBA talk here and finish up with the Super Bowl? Um, what do we got? Nothing really. Nothing really. Um, nope. Nothing big popping off. Heat play at Dallas. That's about it. Orlando plays at Oklahoma. Golden State at Washington. Eh, oh, well. All right, back to the big one. So what are you guys thinking? Uh, Denver's uh, defense find a way to do this again? Uh, you know, if they find a way to, to stop Tom Brady and then come back and find a way to stop Cam Newton, I mean, my Lord. Um, Wade Phillips always been a, a better coordinator, in my opinion, than a head coach. So very uh, interesting to see what he's going to devise to see if he can stop Cam as well. So lots of fun coming up on Sunday. Cannot wait. I can't wait. James Fuller. Oh, yes. Um, he's out there in Phoenix talking about the Suns fired Jeff Hornacek. Absolutely. Um, what do you think, James? I mean, he wasn't going to do nothing out there anyway. You know, so. It is what it is. Wish him well. Hell of a player, obviously. Um, Suns, all one of the all-time greats for Phoenix. But it just wasn't clicking out there with that team at all. So we will see what happens with Phoenix. And we'll look forward to getting James on here as well to talk a little Phoenix sports, especially uh, baseball season coming up, all kinds of fun stuff there. Again, um, Super Bowl coming up. Um, oh, did you also hear, too, that they're adding more Thursday games um, next year and splitting those games between CBS and NBC? And CBS has kind of got the short end of that deal as well because, um, you know, they're going to be uh, showing more games on um, the NFL Network as well as the NBC side of that split. But, you know, they'll make a pretty penny still. But, oh, well. Um, again, more Thursday games. The players hate those Thursday games. I'm not a fan. Of, I mean, I'm not a big fan of them. I, obviously, one game a week, I get it. But, you know, they're going to be adding, you know, up to three games on Thursdays. It's just too much. Um, you know, again, Roger Goodell tinkering with stuff that doesn't need to be tinkered with. And we'll get into him um, a few weeks down the road. And... You know, I, I just I'm not, I'm not a fan of that dude at all. I'm just not a fan of that dude. I'm sorry. All right, folks, uh, sports done right here. I'm so excited for the Super Bowl. As James says, it is what it is with the Hornacek firing down there in Phoenix. Absolutely agree with that. You're listening to Vince Wright, Sports Done Right. Hey, make sure you're following us now on Facebook, Sports Done Right, W-R-I-G-H-T. Make sure that you're following me on Twitter. That's right, folks, at the Big Smooth One with the number one. Hit me up. Let me know what you're thinking. Um, all kinds of fun stuff. You can call the show live, like I said, 651-968-0124. Uh, we have about 15 minutes. We got one more break in the show. Then we're going to come back, wrap it up, and um, take a look at uh, maybe in the break here, I'll maybe pull up uh, some of the Vegas odds here. We can talk about that in that very last segment. So let's do that. And in a couple more moments. Uh, Gary Joyner, yep, I agree. He says uh, too too much games or too many games on Thursday. There are. That's just it's too much. 
It's too much, man. You don't need it. You just, you don't need it. You know, and then they're talking about expanding overseas. It's just, it's, it's never ending up for the almighty dollar. It is just horrible. Absolutely horrible. Cannot stand Roger Goodell. I don't know. I don't know. Disappointing, and the dude just rakes in money. Grego says, did you hear Goodell's backtracking comments on deflated footballs today? He interviewed with Rich Eisen, and it was terrible. I'll have to go listen to that. Um, I know I, I love the Rich Eisen podcast. I've just kind of started listening to that recently. So, um, yeah, very, very interested in uh, seeing there um and um you know seeing what rich had to say to the commissioner there um early odds for next year's super bowl by the way grego your uh, new england patriots are eight to one how about that pittsburgh's eight to one what else we got here denver as of now is 14 to one for next year just looking for the best odds real quick before we go to break. That's about it. Packers are 10 to 1, Vikings 20 to 1, Carolina's 10 to 1. So that's about it. And Arizona's 10 to 1. All right, folks, let's do this. Nobody's heard from John Fisher out there. That ninja as well. Ninja says he doesn't like Goodell. I knew Ninja. I knew you wouldn't like him as well, man. The thing about Goodell, for me, he's just going where you don't need to go with this game. You know, um, okay, I can maybe understand pushing the extra point back a little bit and, you know, some tinkering like that. But, you know, we, we've all known uh, what Goodell has done in the past. He, he's not trustworthy by any means. And, folks, always remember, too, that the commissioner works for the owners. Always remember that. Grego says <laughs> Brady's already prepping. Mo, please be quiet, Grego. Be quiet. That's what we say for Brady. Yes, indeed. Jersey Vern, night, night for the microwave. Yeah, we had we haven't heard from the microwave here. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take sports done right. We'll do uh, extra ten minutes or so here tonight. Um, we got started a little bit late, but uh, we are here and having fun, and we are talking Super Bowl. It is time. Sunday night, Santa Clara, San Francisco 49ers, beautiful uh, uh, new stadium there. And I can, I'd, I'd love to go check a game out there, man. I love the Bay Area, beautiful, beautiful spot in the country. And um, would just love to get out there for a 49ers game sometime. We've got to make that happen. All right, so let's do this. We'll take a, a quick little break here. Just kind of get it. Get things moving along. We'll come back. We'll call it, as Doug Stewart calls it, a little bonus stew. We'll call it a little uh, bonus gov here from the Situation Room. Sports done right. Um, again, phone number 651-968-0124. Thank everybody for hanging out. Uh, the Chief Rocker, Grego, that ninja, Jungle Brother, Old Man Cuddy, everybody who's been through tonight. Really appreciate it for everybody listening on demand. Again, I really appreciate that as well. Uh, the stats that they show us, um, you know, we're, we're growing for our on-demand feeds. And I really, really dig you guys um, taking the time and hit me up on Twitter and then things like that. And again, join us on Facebook, Sports Done Right, W-R-I-G-H-T. 
And, um, man, things are just popping. The Real Cash channels are doing great. Jersey Vern, uh, he's got a wonderful new show coming, man. He sounds good with the new equipment. Uh, that Ninja, he's he, phenomenal, phenomenal. John Fisher, <laughs> when he's with us, is, is good. Uh, looks like the Fireball might have got a might have won the battle with John Fish tonight. He's uh, gone MIA, so uh, we will definitely just uh, like I said, rock and roll for a few more moments here. So let's take a quick little break here. Sports done right on Spreaker.com. We'll come back with more Super Bowl talk and finish it out. And um, let's get some predictions from everybody out there. Uh, what do you think the score is going to be? Uh, any big plays? Anybody going to make any? Uh, any uh, fumbles, things, what's going to happen. It's, it is the Super Bowl, so you know there's usually one play that may break this thing one way or the other. Uh, Timberwolves fans here in Minnesota, the Timberwolves-Lakers game is getting started on Fox Sports from Staples Center. Uh, I love looking at Staples Center on an HD screen, man. That is just a beautiful arena. Love that setup out there in L.A. So, All right, folks, we will be right back here. We're going to take it back old school with a little – uh new edition here uh after the boys grew up this is one of my favorite tunes called hit me off we will be right back and uh we will put a bow on it when we get back super bowl talk on sports done right
Now I'm the boss and I see you floss in my way With the grace all up in my face So I say, what's up love, how you doing? What you think about me and you? Mm, nah, but wait, let's make a date Plans for dinner I'm down to take it slow Cause you know that she's a winner uh, Got me fiending for the cream, don't you know? I'm moving in slow but keep it low Yeah, low, yeah, yeah, low. yeah, baby boo Yo, what's up with you? Word around camp is that you like it with you I wanna freak it But first I'm gonna take a peek at it Grab it, stab it Cause you know I got to have it So hit me
it yourself. When you want your sports done right, you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Vince Wright, the sports governor. We are wrapping it up on another edition of Sports Done Right. Uh Uh-oh. Here we go. All right. That is passed through security. Thank you for calling Vince Wright, the sports governor. Who do we got on the line? No, sir. This is the chief rocker, Jersey Vern. Substituting for the microwave. What's going on? Sports done right. Hey, what's going on, Jersey? Just for you, sir. All right, folks. We are here with Jersey Vern himself, the chief rocker, the main man. And he is going to just, you know, yeah, I don't know where Fisher is, Jersey, but I know you and uh, Greg have been kind of going back and forth here, so... Uh, Jersey, why don't you give us your takes on the big game Sunday night? Man, I'm going to tell you this, man. I'm going to put it all in perspective, man. All right. Denver got a good defense. Bang. Okay. It was good because it beat AFC teams the last couple of weeks of the season. It didn't play a powerhouse NFC team like uh, Arizona, like uh, Cam Newton. You know what I'm saying? They didn't even play my team. You know what I'm saying? We played both of the teams. Uh, Brady last that got knocked out last, uh, two weeks ago, and we played Cam Newton. And now both of those games, the Giants should have won, but being that we had bad coaching at the end of both of them games, we was hit with quarterback both of them games. Cam ran a lot on us. That's what saved them and won the game for them, was Cam Newton took over to get that field goal. But we was putting hits on Cam Newton that nobody else did this year. We put hits on Brady that had Brady pissing on himself. So um, to answer your question, Greg, and you talking about the Giants wasn't a good team. They was good enough to bring them both of them teams to the wire. And they was good enough to beat the win both of them games, but they didn't. That shows that next year we get our shit together, we'll be going to the Super Bowl, you know. So that little odds, that 81 odds you got, they always don't give away with a good odds because uh, the cheating they do and Belichick, Kraft, and Brady. That's the only reason, you know. As far as the game, I look at this like this, though. All right, everybody got a game plan like Mike Tyson said. But when you step on the field and start getting hit in the face or when you haven't been hit all year, your game plan changed because you go into protection mode. You go into semi, I hate to say this for grown men, scared mode because you're scared that this team is going to keep pounding you, pounding you, pounding you. And uh, that ninja uh, cousin came on earlier. You know, I wasn't able to get to show my piece on that. You know, so much you can say in the chat. Plus, I was, you know, doing a little cooking and some other things that I never really was able to hear the whole conversation. But uh, like he was saying, they're going to put a spy on camp. Every team the last six weeks been spying camp. And they've been winning. I just wanted to jump in here as I know Grego wanted to get some points in here. So 
Uh, he's in the chat room. He said, Brady was pissing on your GM. That caused y'all to fire your coach. Brady was pissing on our GM. And uh, Doug he got to uh, define that a little better than what he said because Brady little piece shooter ain't big enough to piss on somebody. You know what I'm saying? So as far as pissing on somebody, he pissed on his own team when he was pissing in his past last week and they lost the damn game. That's what happened. He couldn't get out the pocket good enough and he was getting smacked around. All right? But anyway, you know, let the grown men just get into the Thomas State and we're going to let the little trolling kids in the um, chat room play a little bit. You know, go play a little romper room, Grego. And, uh, you know, like I was saying, uh, uh, what's going to happen is the day's spot cam, that's not going to help because once uh, whoever's rushing miss cam, whoever the spot is, he has to get the cam. And cam ain't no chump. Cam ain't gonna try to go around you. He gonna go through you. So by you trying to catch up to him and try to make a good tackle, he gonna be laying that ball on you. He may hit the man, knock him down, and keep rolling. That's just how big of a quarterback, strong of a quarterback he is. So I mean, as far as the game goes, I, I said that it's gonna be a blowout match. Uh, I doubt if Denver get more than twenty. I doubt if they get twenty. But either way it go, uh, Carolina going to win that game because there's a lot of points to be proven. And the team is playing this game mostly for Cam Newton because of all the bad negatory press he got. And um, That I agree just, with. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, you know, I, I we actually both agree that uh, Denver will – I think they'll get 20 points. I think, however – uh, Carolina wins the game 27-20, maybe 30-20, to 20, somewhere in there. Um, I think they come out maybe, you know, a little nervous at first early on, but kind of ease into it and find a way to win the game. But um, do you think Peyton Manning retires after this jersey? I mean, win, lose, Peyton, or draw? Peyton Manning is done regardless. He is done, man. Peyton, Peyton Bubblegum all was dying out the last two years. And this year is completely dead. The only reason he's been throwing a little decent is because he's been out for a while, you know. But uh, he's gone. He's done. Peyton has too many bad history of injuries, and you can't keep continuing on year after year as you get older, trying to rehab that and get better. So I look at him going after a loss. What the whole thing gonna be is the whole thing gonna be is it's not gonna be focused on Cam winning the Super Bowl, winning the MVP. You know, it's gonna be on Peyton Manning, the Warrior, gave it his all and couldn't finally do it. He could not pass his brother or tie his brother Eli and Super Bowl wins. You know, you know that's that's all you're gonna hear. You know, you're not gonna hear nothing positive about Carolina and Cam winning. You're gonna hear about. Peyton Manning, last hurrah. But you know what I said on my show? I said that Cam Newton is going to win the game. He's going to get on that white Bronco, that horse of theirs. He's going to ride it around the stadium, and he's going to ride out in the sunset and continue on his legacy as a winner and a champion. Well, it's funny. Yeah, because I'm reading here in the chat room, and that ninja – Says that if Denver can't run the ball, good night, it's all over, ass whooping. 
Uh, totally agree with that. They got to find some way to run the balls. I, I think totally relying on Peyton Manning in this game just is not uh-huh. going to work. Right. Right. He, he's definitely right. Uh, and the reason they're not going to really be able to run the ball is because Carolina sent four, not three, but their front four uh, can play the run good, you know, because uh, Carolina had a back that did a little justice. But the only reason he ran on Carolina a little bit last week is because Carolina jumped out to that lead and they was playing a little racks. You know, they was, they was playing not to get beat beat by receivers, you know. So that's the only reason he ran on them. But this back right here is not as big as the back that uh, the Cardinals had. So I don't see him doing much, you know. Um, I see him trying to make plays, but at the end, hey, man, that defense is on a mission, man. They are on right. the biggest mission you ever can have because they don't want to let down the city for one and definitely Cam Newton, you know. This here whole thing is all about Cam Newton winning so they can set up the naysayers. Well, yeah, exactly. That's the thing. I mean, if you're pulling for Cam Newton – uh, the city of Charlotte, state of North Carolina, um, you know, a lot of black folks around the country as well. If you're pulling for Cam Newton, this this thing, I mean, has taken on uh, something bigger than just a football game with all the hate that this guy has endured. A lot of people pulling for him. On the other side, let's, you know, you do got Denver out there and they got some players. They got a storyline and Peyton Manning and. You know, I, I, you know, I've never really been a Peyton Manning fan. I, I definitely give him his respect. He's the all-time, uh, you know, yardage leader for uh, passing yards. Uh, he has a championship, but I've never really been a big fan of his. Vern, um, can he do it? I mean, can can he lead the Denver Broncos? And maybe the better question, Vern, is what does Denver have to do? to beat Carolina and pull off the uh, the uh, upset in a lot of people's mind? Well, first of all, they had to come to Santa Clara and be clean. They didn't do that. They already got one strike. One man has been sent home because he got into that with Jimmy Robinson situation. You know what I'm saying? Like the same thing happened to the Falcons. You know, whenever you have distraction in the Super Bowl, your team seems to have lacks, and um, they don't seem to be on the same page come game time, you know. So that's one strike. The second strike going to be uh, they're going to miss the team now because they're all going to be too nervous to go down there and eat breakfast. And the third strike is they're going to have a game plan. They're going to get on the field, and they're going to forget what the game plan was, and the coach is going to be scrambling trying to get them back into the rhythm. So three strikes you're out because that's the only baseball game I know was, you know, you strike out, that's it, you're done. You go sit on the bench. So I don't see them winning. They've only won one, look, they won two Super Bowls with Elway, and they lost about five Super Bowls. So just add up another one, two or six, Denver, go on to the Rocky Mountains, regroup, try to get this young boy ready for next year to try to have another run. Peyton Man is done. Go home, watch E.I. play next year and go to the Super Bowl. That's all. All right, and you're listening to the Chief Rocker on a little bonus edition of Sports Done Right tonight. Uh, we were 
We haven't heard from our usual show uh, host, uh, John Fisher, cooking with the microwave. So we're just giving you a few extra minutes of sports done right. We got another five minutes or so. And uh, we got Jersey Vern on the line. Jersey always graces us um, with his call. Jersey always has good takes. The Chief Rocka is our main man, and we really appreciate him taking time for us. So, Jersey, um, you know, the Denver defense uh, did a number on Tom Brady. Uh, You know, Uh I thought, you know, obviously nobody was really expecting that. And, um, you know, Von Miller here, you know, he's got a lot to play for as well. Um, you know, he's trying to make a statement. Um, you got uh, Akib Talib. You got Chris Harris Jr. in the backfield out there. Um, and uh, you got a wild card player, and his name is Bradley Roby. Uh, he comes in. He's kind of their third. He's the team's third cornerback. Um, and what he does is when they put him in there, they're actually able to stack the line and, you know, play a little bit better run defense. So can Denver's defense find any way at all, Jersey? to contain Cam Newton and to to really get Cam off of his game in this Super Bowl? Uh, only way I can see them doing that is they tell the hotel that Cam will stand there is to give him some food poison, you know, so his stomach will be hurt. But you know, once that stomach hurt, it's going to be hard for you to move because you're going to feel like you got it going and, and take a number two. But uh, at the same time, that's, that's the only thing I can see. I'm gonna tell you something. This is this is the whole deal, right? Jer- here, man. Jersey, did you right. just talk about Jersey? You talking about number two on my show? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, brother. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. That's what happens when you get food poisoned. But anyway, uh, this is the whole deal, right here, Vince. Right? I never seen a quarterback going into a Super Bowl game that doesn't blink. I seen him in his press conference last night, the media day. They asked him every stupid question you can ask a person. One of the guys even say, would you go kiss my wife? Because I knew that that's like giving, her, giving him an autograph by kissing his wife. I guess he was trying to play with Cam Intelligent. Cam said, he laughed at it. He said, kiss your wife. He said, oh. He said, I can't do that. No. You know, uh, why would I do that? Then, you know, other words, he didn't want to say because he had a fiance and a little child, right? He just said, point blank. Why would you want me to kiss your wife? So then everybody, you know, this is what he really wanted to say, but he didn't say it. Because then everybody can call me, every name in the book, you know, they can label me as not being a winner because I mess with this married man wife. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. You know, he's dating them. You know, but Cam, being the young man he is, he stepped back and took the high road. You know? Just tell him I can't do that, man. You know, and, he's smiling and laughing. Right. And Cam, Newton, and Cam Newton also, you know, uh, and doing a little research here, you know, he put up 31 on the Seahawks, and the Seahawks was the second-ranked defense, uh, by the way, too. Right. So, you know, right. he, he's, he's seen good defenses. He's seen good schemes. And, um, you know, I think he, he will be ready for it. And like I said, I think as the game uh, goes along, Carolina wins. You know, uh, speaking of uh, spies, Arizona had a spy. And I think the spot they have will be better than any spot Denver can bring off their team to get out there. Right. And by the by the way, Jersey, 
Uh, Arizona yeah. was the, was the fifth best defense. So there you go. He beat right. them too. Yeah, he, he just he just got along mowing down all the defenses, and that comes from determination, being a good person, being a, a God loving person, and you know just doing everything you need to do right. Uh, people are talking about how he stays in the film room and study teams' defenses. He studied the different special packages they put in. So every time you come out there, he looks over sure to see everybody out there that you have out there, and he thinks about what he read in the film room. And see, that's another thing. Intelligence is the key to quarterbacking. You know, it was one time they said that uh, a black quarterback would never be intelligent enough to run an offense and read defenses. You know, I heard that a lot. But this guy is young. Five years in the league, reading defenses, throwing big time numbers, running for big time numbers, and putting the ball in the end zone. You know what Cam goal is next this Sunday? His goal is to put the ball in the end zone three times. Not his teammates, but him himself three times so he can give away three balls to whoever he sees in the stands that has a Carolina jersey on because he feels that when he do that, that's just making his legacy even more because every game he played this year, he was able to give a ball up because he scored in every game. Absolutely. Love how he does that, gives them footballs uh, to the kids there. Uh, Cam is a stud, man. What can I say? You know, I ain't got nothing against him. He's a... He's uh, come a long way in a short amount of time, and this Sunday we are going to find out what happens with him. So, um, again, folks, we're wrapping up. We got the the Chief Rocker himself as we're coming towards the end here on the bonus side of Sports Done Right. And, Jersey, let me just ask you before we get you out of here, man. Um, you know, again, uh, Jersey, uh, big fan of New York sports. Jersey, if you can just uh, give me a minute here on your New York Knickerbockers and uh, tell me uh, how they're looking um, as we kind of get midway through the season here. And, um, you know, again, Porzingis, I, I like what he's been able to do. Melo seems more content. Um, what do you think uh, is going to shape up for the second half of the year for your New York Knicks? Well, the, the big thing what we need to do is uh, we need to go ahead and make that trade for a point guard. Uh, if a team want to draft trades, give it up. Because if you get that point guard, don't go get one of these old ones because we don't need that. If you can get you a nice young point guard that can run a team, uh, that will put us in a better position because right now we don't, we don't have a point guard that's going to take over. Uh, the point guard we have, he's out with an injury, but he's not the typical point guard. When he plays with other teams, Calderon. When he plays with other teams, he plays shooting guard. The Knicks asking him to be a point guard, and he's not a point guard. We made a mistake by giving him too much money, right? So you, it's hard to trade him, but you can trade him with a draft choice, you know, which we have a, a good draft choice. So my thing is, if Atlanta come knocking again and say, we want a draft choice and we'll take Cogger off your hand, because he'll be a good veteran to play behind Dennis Schroeder, you know what I'm saying? Because Dennis Schroeder would take that start, and they give us T. Go ahead and take that deal. If you don't take that deal, you're crazy. There was a couple other point guards they was looking at that's um, young and pretty good. All we need is somebody to distribute the ball, 
and play defense, you know, and at that time hit a shot. If we can get that, man, our bench is good enough. See, what it is right now, we going out of rotation. We got a couple of bench players starting because we got point guard out, and then we got another man hurt. So, you know, we dig into our bench and try to start. But uh, I feel if we make the right trade during the trade deadline after the All-Star break, man, we get on one of the little rolls, man, and at least get a spot on better. You know, we always shoot for right now the A spot. If we can make it in there, right. we may be able to surprise somebody. So that's all I'm looking for. I'm just looking for us to make a move. I mean, New York is too big of a city. The Mecca is too big of a place as far as basketball for you not to have a team play playoff type ball and make the playoffs after consistent years of not making it. So it's time to shake up all the ghosts, Phil Jackson. And wake up the guard. The guard and fans is always woke. It's just the players on the court ain't woke. And we need to wake them up and put some good atmosphere in them and just go ahead and do what we got to do, man. And I feel that we will make the playoff. Sounds I hope good. we can make some noise. All right, folks. Well, Jersey, I appreciate you calling in as uh, all as as you always do, brother. Uh, love your takes on your show. Uh, bottom to the top, Jersey is doing his thing. Um, Jersey, thank you so much, man, for dropping in. Yeah, I appreciate it as always, brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. You served the best for last. And uh, I hope I can get my partner because uh, so, we got a show either tomorrow night or if he if we got to come on tomorrow night, then I'm going to try to do a show on my on my own. But if uh, we come on tomorrow night, you have the bottom to the top. Thank you, Minnesota, uh, Midwest, Ohio State forever. And like you know, two left feet, I'm gone. All right, folks, that was Jersey Vern, the main man himself, the chief rocker. We have uh, come towards the end of the bonus section of the show. Normally, we're followed by cooking with the microwave, but uh doesn't look like that's going to be happening tonight. So, folks, thank you so much for tuning in to Sports Done Right. Again, I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. I want to thank again Michael Miller for calling in earlier. Great takes on uh, the National Signing Day for the hometown Minnesota Golden Gophers tomorrow. And um, Grego says NBA needs the Lakers and Knicks back at the top. Absolutely. And also, Grego, I would throw in the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, There are certain teams uh, that their sports need to be good again, and we really need uh, Philadelphia to get good again. There is nothing uh, better than to have the Philadelphia market rocking and rolling when it comes time to the uh, to play some hoops there. So um, again, I want to thank Michael Miller, my co-worker. I want to thank the Jersey Vern. Uh, they are the callers tonight. I want to thank everybody in the chat room for hanging out with us. Um, James Fuller, Jersey Ninja, um, Thorny Switch, Gary Joyner. Uh, Tank Murdoch was in here as well. Everybody, um, uh, who else? Uh, oh, didn't hear from brother-in-law tonight, but he was probably over at the birthday party. Um, again, uh, my daughter called in acting goofy this <laughs> earlier in the show. So that was fun as well. But again, Jersey, um, everybody who called in dollars and cents, of course, how could I forget him? Oh, and also, folks, I forgot to mention this earlier as we got into the football talk here. But um, Richard um, uh, Mitchell, uh, he is uh, the uh, we did an interview with him uh, on uh, his books, the 50 uh, most underrated 
um, wide receivers, or excuse me, quarterbacks. Um, we are also going to have him back to talk um, about his book as well. Um, I, I just didn't have time tonight to really do the interview the way I wanted to do it. So we're going to have Rashad Mitchell on maybe next Tuesday, get him on the live show here as opposed to just doing the interview and posting that interview up in the speaker on my page there, get him in here and, um, you know, maybe we can take some calls. You guys can ask him a question or two, a uh, real nice guy. Um, you know, just a little monotone, but he's, but what I like about Rashad, um, he has very, very good statistics. He has very, very good information and you will be very surprised, I think. So we're going to talk about, um, his book. I think this one, yes, the 50 underrated NFL wide receivers. So we're going to talk about that. Um, coming up soon here as well. So with that being said, I am Vince Wright. I am the sports governor coming to you from a snowy um, Twin Cities area here. We're going to actually go and make sure that the uh, executive staff is getting the driveways cleared for departure tomorrow for work. Um, It's going to be a fun drive in. But anyway, folks, be careful out there. If you're up here in the uh, state of Minnesota, Uh, A lot of snow falling. We got more snow coming overnight from what they're saying. So we're not quite done with it yet. Everybody else, thank you so much for listening. Be cool out there. Keep God first. And, um, you know, just just be a good person and enjoy it day by day. I am Vince Wright. I'm the sports governor. I'm out of here, y'all. Thanks for listening to Sports Done Right. Tune in and turn up every Tuesday night, 730 Central on Spreaker.com. Search Sports Done Right. That's W-R-I-G-H-T Wright. Hosted by Vince Wright, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk. It's about time you got your sports done right.